0: Hi, this is Vero, and I'm hanging out with Rob on Front Row Live.
1: As you come into like release this debut single, like I feel like it's also a challenge to figure out what that uh, original debut is going to be. Um, for you personally, this song "Red Eye," like what really drew your attention as far as like going as far as like, hey, this is how I want to introduce my solo career to the audience.
0: Yeah, I think "Red Eye" was like the first song ever in my life where I was like. Wow, this is my sound. And I never like it, it was like funky pop. And I was like, oh, this is like something like a definitely a direction I could go in. Um, because I never really explored what my sound would be. So once I heard the song or once I wrote the song and then like heard it back, I was like, this is something that I could do and something I could release on my own. And um, it's been really, really successful. A lot of people have really given me good feedback and they're like, This is this is totally you, Vero. So I'm thankful.
1: What was that process like for you, like in the writing process, um, creating it? I know originally it wasn't, it wasn't being written for you. Um, you kind of discovered that after you kind of finalized it, I guess, but like coming into the session, like how different was it compared to everything else that you've written in the past?
0: Yeah, this particular session was different because it was a songwriting camp that I was actually like hired for. So, so we were writing songs, not for ourselves, but for other artists. And I've, written i written i wrote this song with natalie lauren sims they're all from atlanta by the way they're great natalie lauren uh jay webb and then john john tracks and they're huge just songwriters and producers for um artists like chris brown and janelle monae and huge r&b artists and we wanted to put the song in you know those people's um, with, with those people's teams, but they ended up not taking this particular song. And I just remember wanting it so bad for myself. I was like, well, I'll just take it and release it. So, um, yeah, so I, that's what I did. Cause I was like, yeah, this is my song.
1: Was it different coming into it? Like not being like, this is my song. I'm going to write a song for myself as opposed to like, I'm writing a song for someone else. Like, do you feel like it would have changed the lyrics or the topics that you would have talked about?
0: Ooh. Um, you mean just with the song in general? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think. Oh well, what was interesting about this song is that once I wrote it, I was like, "This is, this is definitely for me." It was like meant for me um, as I was writing it. So although we put it out, I secretly I was hoping I was like, "I actually hope no one takes this because I really want this for myself." Because the lyrics and everything about it was like totally just relatable and resonant with my life.
1: I love the way that like, again, as I mentioned earlier, like we get to focus more on your vocals this time around. Um, What did you do differently as far as vocals go? And how do you feel like, do you feel like you ended up having to learn how to sing or learn how to figure out new vocal ranges for this song in particular?
0: Um, I'm super grateful because I didn't have to do any of that coming in because of all the experience that I've had with the Philharmonic, like, I was able to apply everything I've learned. Like I've been with the group for nine years. And so all I had to really do with this track was add instruments because I'm so used to like acapella. So vocally, I think I didn't really do anything different. I just kind of did what I did. But I think adding the instruments and like the track was very interesting on my part. I was like, this is kind of cool to do. So I don't know, it was, a, it was a learning experience and it was very exciting at the same time.
1: Do you feel like you were challenged at any one point um, during the recording process?
0: Yeah, I think I think at some point in terms of making the song, there are moments of like, "Ooh, what do I do here?" Like, I don't have the other guys to like sing this particular part, so I had to do it myself, and so it was definitely an adjustment. But I learned a lot from it, <laughs> and moving forward with with more of my singles, which I plan to release, um, I I know what to do now. Even though I'm very happy with Red Eye, I'm very happy with the outcome.
1: What would you say was like your proudest moment during this process, like whether it was the writing process or the or the actual like recording process?
0: Well, I think the proudest moment was just releasing it because I remember I wanted to release. It. I wrote the song in 2019. So I wanted to release it that year. But, you know, since everything has happened, like, I'm just proud that I released it and that, you know, um, I made a music video on it. I made a live music video for it. And I'm just like promoting it and doing what I wanted to do this whole time. So
1: So 2019, that's quite some time for you to be considering like the solo project. Um, What really, like, was this something that like you, like, originally wanted to do you wanted to have a solo career as well as being part of the group or is this something that just kind of like revealed itself like in the last few years
0: um it's a little bit of both I feel like before the Philharmonic ever existed I was a solo artist right out right out of college um but it was also it it also didn't kind of manifest until the happened because I was sitting around doing nothing and I was like, well, I might as well try stuff on my own and release music that, I, uh, that I've written by myself because nothing was happening at the time. So everything that has happened thus far has kind of led up to this point. So I'm just very grateful to, to just like be able to release this stuff as a solo artist. Yeah. So
1: now talk to me a little bit about your writing process, just because you have so much experience, as we've mentioned. Um, so do you see like that evolution in your songwriting? Like, do you pay attention to it? Or is that something that kind of like other people say like, oh my gosh, like the way you write now is so different. Um, mm. Like, do you, what, how is, what is that like for you?
0: That's so interesting that you asked that question. I was listening to some old music or old songs of mine. And I just thought to myself, I was like, wow, I sucked. I sucked. Like, I really, like, (laughs) I I like, like, up until now, I just, I feel like the songs back then, I was like, what was I doing? But you had to kind of write and experiment in order to, you know, get the sound that you want now. So I'm really, again, just so grateful that I'm at this point in my life where I'm like proud of my songs because it took a while for me to get here. So I'm grateful and um, I'm really proud of Red Eye. I'm glad for all of the mistakes and failures in terms of songwriting that led up to this point, because you have to go through that and you have to experiment in order to get uh, the type of product that you want in the end.
1: How would you say that Red Eye paved the way to new material for for you? Like, Do you feel like that's the sound and direction that you're going for, or do you feel like that's just a small taste of what you're going for?
0: Yeah, no, it's it's the sound. <laughs> it's like the one the one sound that I'm like, this is what I want to make. This is the type of music that I can make for years. And maybe it'll change one day, but I know that like more so on like the funk, pop, like nineties R&B driven stuff. That's my, that's my jam. So um, I definitely want to make more music on that, uh, in that genre.
1: Would you say that that nineties funk uh, kind of style of genre, like was something that you've always loved and enjoyed, or is that something that you most recently kind of learned about and learned to appreciate.
0: Yeah, it's it's something that I've been with like my whole life. Like I grew up listening to 90s R&B. Like my sister um she was a little older than me so she she would be listening to like as a teenager she'd be listening to all of the 90s R&B stuff and I just remember like listening along with her. And so it's just like in my blood. It's like I, it's stuff that I grew up with. But then like the funk and the jazz and all that stuff comes from when I was in college when I was transcribing like jazz charts and and and, uh, like jazz musicians and so it's always been a part of me and it's been like such a process and journey getting up to this point realizing that this specific sound is like the sound that i want to like represent for the like rest of my life almost i just want to like continue to make this music
1: and do you feel like with with your solo project do you feel like your audience uh your fans are gonna get to see a more vulnerable side of you like um and if so, like, do you feel like that's something that you have to work on? Or do you feel like that's something that just naturally happens? Cause you're, you're an open book.
0: Yeah. Um, well, I haven't said this to anyone yet, but I mean, kind of, but I am, I basically like finished writing my album. I just have to like produce wow. it. And a lot of the songs on this album are really vulnerable and they, they really show who I am as a person and, Um, I'm excited to release those songs, but also at the same time, I'm like, Oh, I hope this is the right choice. And as an artist and songwriter, it's like, you're, you're like bearing your soul. So I guess that's the whole point.
1: (laughs) What what was harder for you being vulnerable on your lyrics or being vulnerable recording uh, those vocal takes?
0: I think the lyrics, I think the lyrics are super vulnerable. I think the vocal part of it, the musician part of it. Um, I'm used to, like I've, I've done that for so long, but now getting into the nitty gritty of like, these are the lyrics that represent my life and my experiences, that stuff can be heavy for any artist to, to reveal. (laughs) So whenever I release any song, I'm just like, Oh my gosh, what am I doing? What am I doing? What I'm doing? But, (laughs) but then the feedback has, has been so incredible and, and I feel supported whenever I release something. So it's been good
1: do you feel like that a weight is lifted off you once you write these like vulnerable topics? Um, because I feel like sometimes like it's stuff that like the artists don't really talk about or they, or it's a, it's a situation or a moment that they've tried to forget about. Like when you were writing this record or this, this material, like, do you feel like it helped you kind of feel better about it? Or do you feel like it, it was just like pinching you even harder?
0: Yeah, that's such a good question. And I think for any artist, it's definitely a release because when you know when you put your life and your soul into your art, it's almost as if it's like therapy. Basically, you're you're writing down, you're almost venting to music or you're venting to art. So I definitely feel that in in all the senses that you know when I write a song, I'm definitely releasing um, some anxiety and whatever whatever that experience was for me. But I really do feel for any artist that it doesn't completely go away until you release the project. so for me for red eye i i was holding on for it or holding on to it for so long that i was um it was it was therapy for me but until i released it i was like okay cool now i can move on um, and write new
1: songs. Yeah. i'm looking forward to more music from you and uh, i'm excited that you you took that leap into that solo career um and uh yeah congratulations with red eye and i'm looking like i said i'm looking forward to more material i know your fans are, are as well so now that music is out can we expect maybe some performances live shows like is that something that you want to um try and tackle at the same time or do you want to focus more on the releases first
0: definitely yeah you can definitely count on more live performances Um, I actually have like a live performance video that I made of the song on YouTube, too. And so it's paired up with the music video that I just released. Um, But definitely more live performances, more music to come. And um, yeah, I want to put out like an acoustic version of Red Eye. And I also want to do like a remix of it. So there's definitely more stuff to look forward to. All
1: right, man. I'm I'm holding you to it. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Okay. I know. The pressure's on. Here we go. (laughs)
1: Thanks, Rob. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you for hanging out with me. I'm I'm sure we're going to reunite again sometime soon, hopefully in person. And uh, yeah, best of luck, man.
0: Thank you. I appreciate it.
1: Hey, it's Rob again. If you enjoyed this interview, please follow for more. And I invite you to head over to my YouTube channel, Front Row Live ENT, where I have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists. Once again, thank you for tuning in and have a great night.